0: Welcome to Dateline New Haven. I'm your host Paul Bass, inviting you to join me on an exploration of what makes the Elm City tick. Kim Harris and Curtis Kearney are making the Elm City tick. They're calling it One City. That's the name they and other leaders of neighborhood community management teams are giving to a new joint campaign to keep us all connected, having fun together and building a stronger new haven. Kim and Curtis are here in the studio to tell us about that. And we're going to give a special thanks to Yanlo Haven Hospital for providing support for today's program. If you want to call in, if you got a question for Kim or Curtis, please call. And here's the number, 203-872-7356. That's 203-872-7356. We already have a call. And um, I'm going to ask you to hold on a minute just while we say hello to everybody. Uh, Curtis and Kim... Welcome. Oh, you can call back. We'll take the call. Curtis and Kim, welcome to uh, Dateline New Haven. Thanks for coming in.
1: Oh, Paul, thank you for having us.
0: I got to tell you, I think I and some other people think the most exciting thing happening in New in New Haven right now is what the two of you are involved in, which is that for twenty five years now, more, we've had community management teams in New Haven, and those started out when we went to community policing ten. Group Ten neighborhood groups in the city, they put many police substations, and they invited neighbors to come every month to talk to the cops and be a community management team. And over time, the management teams have developed into these great engines of democracy. Neighbors at the grassroots level get together not just with the cops, it became a place where other city officials come to hear what you have to say and let you know stuff, and where developers come. When they want to do a new project, they want to know what the city thinks, what people in the neighborhoods think. And they have this great community building, this great feedback and input into the process. But what's new now is what you're doing, Kim, which is that you've brought the leaders of all 10 community management teams together. In New Haven, we often live in different neighborhoods and don't know what everybody else is up to. And now you've brought them all together to plan a summer of 60 events taking place in all the different neighborhoods in 60 days, Right and people are going to have passports they bring to each event, visit each other's neighborhoods, get out of the house, and become one city. How did you come up with this idea?
1: Uh, So, Paul, Paul, first of all, thank you for having us. Thank you so very, very much. We're grateful for this opportunity to come together. And um, I just want to say that the One City Initiative is a community-led initiative to ensure that there are 60 days of affordable fun throughout the whole City.
0: If you think about it, you know community management teams grew out of being with police, even though it's not a police thing just anymore. But what better way to keep New Haven safe? Absolutely, than to keep people safe and, com- and people busy with community events that are positive that the whole family can go to.
1: Absolutely, and um, we have this grant, the Burn Grant, that's in Newhallville. Right I'm sorry, what kind of? Gr- oh burn, yeah, Burn yeah. uh, Grant. And I was thinking, wow, you know, we don't have enough engines or enough. Things to just kind of push out there what we're doing, but wouldn't it be great if we can make this a collaborative effort with all of our um, management teams throughout the city? We could bring fun, we can bring enjoyment, and we so can get So that's his thing, Kim.
0: You were, so is it fair to say when you were thinking how to make New Hallville stronger, you were not just thinking about New Hallville? Make it part of a city where you know everybody working together, make it stronger.
1: So, from my point of view, it's always been about New Hallville, but I had an opportunity to kind of expand my whom I am, who I am with getting out there and in the world and just knowing what's out there. There's more than just New Hallville. But imagine if all those resources that are out there can come to New Hallville. That would make us a stronger people. Does that mean
0: people from East Rock or um, Dwight come to your events and you go to theirs?
1: Absolutely. So, it would be a citywide initiative where Not only do we come, but everybody feels welcomed.
0: And what's, when are the 60 days? What months?
1: So we actually, we do the kickoff starting June 28th. Mm -hmm. We're kicking off with a family fun expo at the New Haven Fieldhouse. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go from four to 8 p.m. And each community management team has committed to having 10 tables. And we're going to have all of the city leaders out there. The departments will come. And they'll have a table touting all the different information that they may have for for what they do. So now it's a, it's a meet and greet. You're going to get a chance to meet people who are doing all these different activities during the summer. And you'll get a chance to be exposed to the city's website mm-hmm. where all of this stuff is going to be housed. We're going to show you how to do it. Click on and find out, is it for me? Is it for kids? Is it for youth, seniors, families? And you'll be able to just see what's going on throughout the city through the eyes of everyone not just in your neighborhood, but through the eyes of every single person, 130,000 people.
0: All the, right. The
1: second I stepped into the room and met all of the management team people, I felt as though I met all of New Haven.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, one of those 130,000 people is on the air. Hello. Thank you for calling Dayton Line New Haven at your NHH. Uh, you're on the air with Curtis Kearney and, uh, and Kim Harris. Hello.
2: Hello. How Hi. Are
0: you? Hi. Thank you for calling. You have a question for our guest?
2: This is, this is all the Clyburn. How hey, are you? Delphine, how
0: you doing? Nice to hear your voice.
2: Oh, it's great to hear you. I am so happy to, uh, to know that Kim is there and sharing what is happening in this city. We, this took off in the mind of Newhallville.
0: In other words, Newhallville is showing the way for the city
2: we're showing the way we're showing and giving that love i wanted you to know when i became older that was my dream but i didn't know how to bring it together but i just started visiting um, different management teams and when kim came on she just she have opened so many things that i had in my heart and made them bloom and i am just so grateful for her being our chair of the management team and just being a person who uh, loves this community and all of New Haven and want to see us as one.
0: All right. Well, Delphine, thank you so much for calling in.
1: Thank you, Walter. Okay.
0: Have a great day.
1: All right. now.
0: Um, so what are some of the other 60 events that are going to happen this year? So, Paul,
1: um, it's more than 60 events. Each management team, has committed to doing 60 events within their neighborhood.
0: 60 events each?
1: Yes. That's, that's the so goal. So
0: 600 events?
1: Times 12. 60 times 12.
0: Oh, they're 12 management
1: teams? Yes. I thought there were 10. Uh, 12. There's 12 of us.
0: Oh, there are 10 districts, but 12 districts, teams. Yes, yes. 12 teams. Oh, I see. So, like, is East Rock have. A- oh, right. East yes. Rock and New Hallville are each in the same policing district, and I guess Quinnipiac. East. We split up, yeah, right. And, and Hill and North North Coast, Coast. south. Yes. So, what are some of these events?
1: So, check this out. Um, In New Hallville, And our learning corridor, Doreen, a wonderful person, is really building up the learning corridor. She's going to do 60 days of fitness. So for 60 days, yes, you're going to be able to go to the learning corridor on the corner of Shelton, Hazel, and West Hazel and Star. And you'll be able, at a time zone, you'll be able to do some type of fitness. Mm. On Mondays, you will be able to go to, you'll be able to come to the Harrison Tucker School and do Sundays, ice cream Sundays, on Mondays topped with a book. So we're in collaboration with the library. They're going to bring their van, and kids can come read a story, then go make a Sunday.
0: And this is on which day?
1: It's going to be on Monday. And I've collaborated with four other preschools, and we're going to list them on the website, and they're going to do the same thing. So in your, we want to hopefully get this in 12 different neighborhoods so that you can go to a local preschool and read a book, make a Sunday on a Monday. Mm, we it's fine. <laughs> We just left. Um, I went down to the train station last week and the bus station to talk to them about letting the city of new Haven come through two days uh, throughout the summer and have a grand tour. Now children, five, six, seven, eight, they would love this. I just left department of public works. They're going to be on board with this and AMR. They're going to let people come in and tour as well. So all these entities, the libraries on top of, um, um, park and Rec, and each individual management team doing their thing. This sounds great. So it's about the talents and skills that each person has.
0: And are you also including concerts, like those concerts Absolutely. in the
1: park? Absolutely. Everything that's going on will be on the calendar, the city's calendar.
0: All right. Now, we got another call. Thank you for calling in to uh, Dateline New Haven. We are going to get to Curtis Kearney, too, and Kim Harris, the Dynamo of the New Hallville team. You're on with uh, Kim and Curtis. Hello. Hey, good morning. Good morning.
3: Hi, this is Diane Acton, and I'm the chairperson from Fairhaven Management Team.
0: Hey, nice to speak to you. Hey.
3: Thank you. <laughs> I just called to reiterate all the efforts that um, Kim has done to bring this together. And once again, this is something that I have been trying to do myself in our neighborhood for a very long time. And I am so excited to see all of this come together this summer.
0: Diane, how long have you been the chair of the Fairhaven management team?
3: Almost 20 years.
0: Wow. And is this the first time you've seen all the management teams get together?
3: Um, At one point in time, we used to have a citywide management team meeting. Then that didn't continue. And it's just with Kim and her vision that we um, connected all of us.
0: And what what will that mean for you this summer? What kind of events are you going to put on for 60 days?
3: Well, it's going to be a little bit of activities with um, sports. Um, A couple of um, the sports, the kids um, at the schools that we're going to be doing things. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of. No problem, Diane. No problem at
0: all. (laughs) Take your time. Give me one example of a sports event you might do.
3: The example of events that we might do, we're trying to get the kids all across the city mm-hmm. um, to do a sporting event. And I, one of the things that I always thought would be helpful is them getting to know each other. And you mm-hmm. can't get to know each other if you're not interacting. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the things that I was really thinking about is a basketball event with the kids, girls and boys, a basketball team for each, just working together on a team, not knowing each other, and hopefully end up being friends at the
0: mm-hmm. end of it. All right. Well, Diane, thank you so much for calling in to, uh, to Dateline New Haven.
3: You're welcome.
0: And have a wonderful and day. You have a great You too. You're, you're listening to Dateline New Haven at WNHH-FM, your home for community radio, 103.5 FM, live streamed at newhavenindependent.org. We have two people in the studio today who are helping bring us together as one city. Their names are Kim Harris, who's the chair of the Newhallville Community Management Team, and Curtis Kearney of the Quinnipiac East Community Management Team. Those are the things I realized it was 12. I had it wrong when I said 10. Neighborhoods in our city where neighbors get together once a month with cops and city officials and other people with plans for neighborhood. And this summer, they're all coming together at Kim's direction to plan 60 events in each neighborhood. but that's embarrassing. I mean, not embarrassing, mm-hmm. that's ambitious. It is. And, but even if you got halfway there, it'd be incredible. Yes. This is revolutionary. 60 things to do in 12 different neighborhoods in 60 days, and where you go to each other's neighborhoods. What, I get wrong there?
1: No, you got it right, Paul. I mean, this thing has, it's like an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> it has so many arms and legs because it's about fun. It's about educating community solutions. And it's also about, uplifting the economic health of the city Mm -hmm. and we've came we've come up with a um it's called a club card
0: and club card
1: club card each management team has committed to getting five businesses that would honor this club card which is a coupon card Mm -hmm. so if you see a this the the one city logo in somebody's store
0: Mm
1: -hmm. we're asking people to go into those stores and support those businesses and those businesses when you show your uh, club card They will give you a discount. How big? Uh, It's up to them. Mm -hmm. It's up to them. So we have restaurants. uh, We have daycares. Mm -hmm. We're working on a couple of funeral parlors. Uh, It doesn't matter. Barbershops, hair salons. It doesn't matter. Whatever is in your neighborhood, that's what we want our children, our youth, our families to be exposed to.
0: Kim, how long have you been the chair of the uh, New World Management Team?
1: This is my second year.
0: How come you got involved?
1: I got involved actually when I was in college. I went to the Newhallville management teams, and I, it, it, we were a mess. Newhallville mm-hmm. was a mess. And then um, something happened where, um, well, my cousin died. He was caught up in the whole opioid thing. He died on my first floor. Him and his girlfriend, his girlfriend survived. He died. I'm like, you know what? We got to turn this thing around in Newhallville. We got to have a, a difference of what's happening. And that's how I got involved.
0: So wait, wait, how long ago were you started attending them in college?
1: Uh, ooh, we were at the substation. So probably about 15, 20 years ago,
0: 20 years ago. Yeah. And what do you do for a living, Kim?
1: I am a second generation owner. I don't have my shirt on of the Harrison Tucker school.
0: Okay. And that's a preschool.
1: Yes. So my mother and my auntie started this business 50 years ago and mm-hmm. uh, my cousin and I now run the business.
0: Wonderful. Yes. And and uh so 20 years ago we started attending the meetings. Yes. How long ago? And I'm sorry about this that your uh nephew died. How long uh, my, little
1: cu- my cousin, my older cousin. cousin.
0: Yes. And when when how long ago was that?
1: That was the summer of uh 2016 when we had the uh the ac- epidemic. It was, was he going. part of that one yes, day when
0: that one day when yes. there were all those overdoses? Yes. And you said that day I'm going to get more involved and then you ran for president, I mean chair of the
1: Wow, I had already been attending the meetings. And the team that was in, oh my goodness, a wonderful team, as a matter of fact, I give a shout out to my ride or die sisters, Teresa Nina and miss J um part of the, that crew they were running the management team at the time, and they had done it for two years and they they built a wonderful foundation for my generation, this next iteration of um, management team leaders to come in so um I, they say, Kim, what you know, come on, you could do it. I'm like no." I I, it, I didn't think about the time factor. I didn't I really want to get involved because of the time factor. And that's almost always it, time and knowledge. I didn't know what I was doing, and I said, okay. Then all that stuff happened with my cousin. I said, okay, I'm going to get involved because I can make a difference. I'll have a platform. I'll have a voice. I'll be able to just make some differences. And since that happened, if you've noticed, Paul, our numbers have been going down in terms of the crime level in Newhallville. So we're we're focused. We are really focused on making sure that this next generation of children that come up through New Hallville are safe and that they have um, just
0: things to do. Great. And we got another call on the line. Oh. Hi, uh, you're on the air on Dateline New Haven with Curtis Kearney and Kim Harris. Hello.
2: Hi, hi. good good afternoon, Kim. Um, this
0: is Arthur Edwards. Hi. And you're calling back, from the Burn um, Grant program just, uh, in New Hallville. Good morning, yeah. Arthur. Hello, how are Hello. you? Hello? Hello. Yeah, hi, Arthur. Good morning. How you doing?
2: I'm fine, yourself. I'm well. Good, good.
0: Did you have a question for Kim or Curtis?
2: No, I just had a, a comment more so for, great. for Kim, uh, the work that she's doing over in Newhallville. Um, you know, she's been great uh, heading up the management team. Um, and also just having people come out, collaborate, uh, get into a sense of cohesion um, in order to, as you said, uh, make sure the residents are safe, have things to do, and are also engaged in the process of, of the change that uh, we're looking for in New Bill. So just want to send out a kudos to Kim and her team, uh, Jeanette Sykes, and so many others that are working with her uh, in these efforts.
0: Thank you very much, Mr. Edwards, and uh, have a great day.
2: You too. Thank you.
0: Curtis Kearney, you're the chairman of the Quinnipiac East Management Team, and that's that huge policing district on the east side of town that goes all the way from the North Haven line through Bishop Woods, otherwise known as Quinnipiac Meadows, through Bella Vista, where you live. Yes. All the way through the annex, all the way down to Morris Cove. But there are two management teams. Yes. And you're the Quinnipiac East Management Team, Bishop Woods, Bella Vista, Fairhaven Heights. How long have you been involved in that?
4: Uh, Since 2013, Mm -hmm. I started as the co-chair. And um, for the past couple of years, I'm the chair.
0: And why did what tell me about how you got involved this one city project and what Um, you're going to plan to do. And thanks. We have another caller. We ask you to hold a couple of minutes while we uh, hear from Curtis.
4: Um, I was invited to um, go to the meetings uh, by New Haven Rising, Mm -hmm. by a gentleman in New Haven Rising. And that's how I got involved. Mm -hmm. And um, they had a spot open for a coach here. And um, I, I took that on
0: um so you're part of the new haven rising community activist group
4: yes i i i mm-hmm. um do and, what are
0: you, and what are you going to do this summer as part of one city the 60 days where some of the events you folks have
4: well oh, um i wrote down some of the things we have coming up um on april 21st on clifton street 5 clifton street um at 10 o'clock between 10 and 1 we're going to have a cleanup we're going to clean up that area it's a boat mm-hmm. it's a boat ramp and uh, area. And, um, we're just going to go out, clean up and we invite people of the neighborhood to come volunteer, help pick up the trash and, and, uh, help spruce up that area. Um, and on April 22nd, uh, this is a little out of my district. It's, it's in the Worcester square. It's the cherry blossom. Oh, fest- yep. Yep. Vest- festival. What about the
0: summer? Cause I know one city starts in the end of June. Do you have any thoughts? What kind of projects you're going to do there?
4: Oh, uh, in a, in a summer, um, we have some events that I'm um, planning with the uh, chairperson of the East Shore Management Team, Lisa Malone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're planning to do some events with the seniors and things. And in Bella Vista, I I do an event for the kids. It's called the Summer Kickoff. I've been doing it for the past uh, couple of years. This will be the third year. And um, I you know get the we have a DJ and uh, candy and you know cookout and um, and this is,
0: but Bella Vista doesn't have kids. Which kids come to Bella Vista? Well, there are some kids in there. Really?
4: Yes. There, that's why I, I did that, because there oh. are some kids. And I have a son. He, he comes on the weekends. Oh, okay, great. And not only that, there are some grandparents um, have some kids. There. Awesome. So they, and what date is that? And that's on um, July 6th. Mm-hmm. That's on Friday, July 6th. And,
1: of course, Newhallville children are going to come on over because
0: uh-huh, we're invited. Uh-huh. <laughs> <and> we're invited. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right, and we're going to go back to the phones. Hi, you're on the air with Kim Harris and Curtis Kearney and Paul Bass on Dateline New Haven. Good morning. Hello?
5: Hi, good
0: morning. Can you hear me? I sure can. Thank you for calling in. What's on your mind?
5: Hi, I'm just calling representing representing um, Zionist Church just about the community
0: event we did last Sunday. I'm sorry, I had a little trouble hearing you. Which church are you calling from?
1: So this is the Mount Zion Seventh-day Adventist Church, um, Oh, okay. Hall, and the Mount Zion Seventh-day Adventist, this is Tiffany calling. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, they, Hi. Bought, they bought out the theater for Newhallville to go see Black Panther Sunday. Oh. And they've committed to come on board to help with the 60 Days initiative. They're going to be street captains they're going to handle streets for us with getting the word out, getting information out. The church members from the Mount Zion Seventh-day Adventist Church.
0: Where is the church?
1: The church is on the corner of Newhall and Goodrich, mm-hmm. right at the edge. It it sits almost in, in both towns, New Haven and Hamden. And uh, we're so grateful for this, this church. They're going to be doing a health initiative as well. Uh, I think they're doing a walking challenge. And um, Tiffany, we can hardly hear you. You're breaking up. Um, they're doing a walking challenge, some vegan cooking challenges that they're going to be doing. What kind of cooking?
0: Vegan. I'm a vegan. Are you? So I'm coming. You definitely want to know that. what day that oh, is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, seven. You know, the Seventh Day Adventist, Tiffany. I was just up in Northampton, Massachusetts. The Seventh wow. Day Adventist there bought a property just outside Northampton that used to be a bison farm that sold bison burgers, wow. and they turned it into the most amazing yeah. vegan restaurant. So as a vegan, I went there, my daughter lives up there, and she said, You gotta come here. And it had the most amazing food, and it's all run by Seventh day Adventists with the elaborate brunches, people wait in line an hour to eat there. Mm. <laughs> mm. Wow. Now is a vegan diet. Is a vegan diet part of the Seventh day Adventist religion? Lots of people Go ahead, Tiff.
5: Yeah, there are a lot, there are a lot of vegetarian and vegans because we push the health message. And so it's more so about a healthy lifestyle and how to prolong uh, lifespan and health. And so um, we push whatever getting and now cutting down the day and meat and all those pieces we see just sort of in the sciences that that is a way to promote healthy living. And so we've really had this message for a long time, and we've been really pushing what healthy living looks like. And so the vegetarian and the vegan is definitely a part of that.
0: And Tiffany, um, tell me how you got involved with this One City campaign with Kim and the other folks doing it this summer.
5: Yeah, well, part of what we are pushing at the church and just a part of what I do. And so attending the management meetings uh is what we found out about this initiative and boy to be a part of how we can help sources and activities for the kids and especially how we got involved
0: and, and one last question tiffany do you happen to use sprint for your cell phone
5: i do not use
0: because you're breaking up a lot and I use Sprint, and I break up a lot on my <laughs> cell phone. I've been reading that Sprint's not having a great performance these days. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Tiffany, thank you so much for calling. Thank you for getting this, the uh, Seventh-day Adventist in- involved in our One City campaign. And we look forward to hearing more this summer about what you're up to.
3: Thank so, you. Thank and have you. a
0: great day. So, um, Curtis Kearney, you, how long, you say you've been living in New Haven since 2010? Yes. And how are things going at Bella Vista? What are some of the issues there for the management team and the, uh, and the complex there? Cause Bella Vista has a lot of seniors, a lot of disabled families. I'm learning from you today. There are kids who live there too. It's sort of a village unto itself. Yes. How are things going there? What's some of the big issues you're dealing with?
4: Well, um, Bella Vista, they, they pretty much take care of all the things that are going on inside. Um, Sometimes we have some issues with elevators breaking down. What um They're they're pretty much the complexes on top of it. Um, Mm -hmm. um, You know, we have, they have their own security and, you know, we have a substation, police substation in there.
0: I remember Barbara Um, Constantinople got that after a bunch of years.
4: Yeah. She, she definitely pushed for that. And um, we have that there. So um, as far as that, they, you know, they have a great staff um, cleaning up, you know, uh, to keep the, the grounds clean and, um, And a good security force, and, you know, they they do their best.
0: Um, I know another issue in the Quinnipiac East team has been the proposal to build a whole new village of apartments and some stores on the east bank of the Quinnipiac River, right uh by the Grand Avenue Bridge. And, of course, because management teams are the engines of democracy in our city, one of the first places the builders went to find out how people felt was the community community east management team. And we had a reporter there at the New Haven Independent and they heard the neighbors liked the idea but they had some concerns about parking. How did you feel about this project that Juan Sram New Haven uh, NHR properties is proposing to to build on some vacant land right there by the Quinnipiac River and the Grand Avenue Bridge?
4: Well that'll definitely bring some flavor to that neighborhood and, and much <laughs> it's much needed. Um, um we we definitely Cause it's a, it's it's kind of like an eyesore sitting there. So when the a- NHR Group, No Noel, Pat- Noel Patra, and you know them, they went and saw that. And Ron Salas, yeah. And Ron Salas, they 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 wanted to take on that project. That was like awesome because um, there's really nothing over there, and that will definitely you know uh, spruce that neighborhood up. Um, but th- because that's a, um, uh. District, the um, pardon me. That's the uh, no problem.
0: Winnipeg. That's the um. I'm sorry. No problem at all. You know one thing I love about when these proposals come to your teams is that it restores your faith in democracy. You have so many reasons to feel bad about what the state of our democracy. Mm-hmm. So when I notice when developers come to these projects, and hallville is one of the best examples of this, people are serious. Yeah. So they don't just say we hate all you guys or we love you guys. Give us some money, we're cool. They talk about, like, we want things to succeed, and here are some questions we have. Here are some ways to make it better. What I'm thinking, Kim Harris, is about the Munson Street Project. Yes. So a developer there was looking at an old factory at the, you know, Science Park, the old um, Olin-Winchester factory complex. There was a vacant factory for decades, and it was polluted under there. And some California company wanted to build 385 apartments there and make it a whole new community. And you folks didn't say yes. You didn't say no. You said, let's talk about it. Absolutely. And in the end, they produced a project that had some alterations to it that you all came behind. Yeah. That, that had the community support and had some uh, alterations to it. What What was your role in that process and what did you think of that project?
1: Well, it's because it's in Dixwell. It, that, it's not really... Uh, well, actually, I wanted to but, ask you about that. Yes. When
0: I look at maps, mm-hmm. the Dixwell and Hallville border is always Munson Street.
1: It, somewhat, yes.
0: <laughs> However, that border until you, when you begin that border, when you're looking at Sheffield Avenue a little bit past where you Munson and Henry um, split off, at the border there on the Newhallville side is Science Park, mm-hmm. which isn't really a neighborhood. Correct. So you don't kind of feel like you're in Newhallville. However, if you go to a city planner's map, that Munson Street project is actually on the side that is technically... New, New Hallville. However, that's right. It's across street from the old Cardinals Club, which wants to be built. And everybody who kinda gets affected by what happens is is really technically Dixwell. That's right. So how did you I guess we're one city, aren't we?
1: Yes we are. <laughs> yes we are. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And I had the opportunity to meet the developers of the of the program and um, we definitely had some some conversations on both sides of the table. Um and the alders, they kept going back and forth. Because the, when the, time, the time that it was coming, to election time was happening. So we had a new set of alders coming in. So once again, new ideas, new thoughts coming down the line. So it, But you
0: had Steve Winter on that side of it. Steve
1: yeah. Winter's right. Uh, and it used to be Brenda. Miss Brenda. Fosky Cyrus. Cyrus, yes.
0: And they were kind of a team. She was handing the baton. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. So um, it was just like, well, what do we do? How do we, how do we make this thing happen so that it's conducive for, for everyone and everybody? Everybody doesn't get everything, um, but it's development, coming into the New Hallville area, and you know we've not had development in the New Hallville area in a very long time, things that would be helpful to the people.
0: And what will be helpful about it? Getting more people live there, more safety in numbers, more activity, more tax revenue?
1: Definitely more tax revenue, for one, um, because we are in this budget crisis that's right. happening. And the other thing is, though this place will have amenities to it, the hope is that we're going to be able to, we've cultivated that relationship enough so that we can have some other amenities from that particular project built within for the people. What kind we'll of amenities? Um, like they'll have the pool. They'll have. Um, Are you going to be able
0: to go to that pool?
1: Well, we're thinking this, if we can't go to the pool, how about building us some tennis courts and a pool across the street on, on Winchester say? Avenue. Um, I, I believe, and actually, I'll let you know in the next meeting um, is a possibility that that's going to happen.
0: That's a great idea. Yes. Because no matter where I think about that property, even though it fronts on Munson, mm-hmm. kind of backs into New Hallville. Yes, it does. So yes, it, it does. is your back door. And the other thing is that the Farmington Canal Trail, mm-hmm. the biking and walking trail, cuts right through there.
1: Absolutely. And also, Paul, here's the other thing we're, we're in a training mode of training people so that they can work on the project. People from New and Dixwell. So now jobs. are I know really Rodney being Williams yes. was a big
0: part of that, trying yes. to make sure people got the jobs. So there. it's not just yeah.
1: about you know having those amenities; it's about also job creation and the training that these guys and girls need to be able to work on the next project that we're coming through.
0: Let me ask you know when they built the Farm to Canal Trail, which is a wonderful trail. What was interesting at the time is everybody was all into this. You know, get the public back, reclaim some land. It's healthy, and I know that there are people like I know Mubarak, Ibrahim for a while was having walks on there. Yes. You know, people get healthy. But it was women on the New Newhallville management team who said, we think maybe you shouldn't build this because this will be a locus for crime. And in fact, some crimes happened yes. from time to time. But overall, I would argue that it's quite safe and tons of people use it. How does it look to you years later? You happy it's there? Or are people using it well?
1: Absolutely. Um, Doreen, who I mentioned earlier with the Learning Corridor, she's doing so many activities over there. And it's, it's like anything else that's new. It has to have that fire and it has to kind of catch on. Mm-hmm. And once it catches on, and then what's the purpose of it? And if you're going in groups, safety and numbers, um, and now that we really have these serious relationships with our local police department, things are working out for the better, for the good. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what, health is wealth. And th- there's no fighting or disputing that. So if we're coming from that perspective of the healthiness of it, um, it's, it's a great thing that's happening. But down the line... I, Looking at it now, so many years later, it, a lot of things are happening. I even heard that we have ticks, uh, not ticks, the animals or the bugs, but we, we're, we're able to calculate how many people are actually going on.
0: Oh. Yes.
1: Very uh, cool. Yes. So, I mean, the I guess are there's nothing, thousands.
0: nothing bad about people being out in the community walking and biking. Oh, my goodness. And Safety it's bringing numbers.
1: people from other communities over as well. And
0: there you go with your one city yeah, vision. Absolutely. And we're talking about that vision here on WNHH Radio's Dateline New Haven. Uh, we're talking to Kim. And we're talking to Curtis Kim Harris, the uh, president chair of the new hall management team and Curtis Kearney, the chair of Quinnipiac East. They're involved in the most exciting project we've had in years in New Haven, where all the 12 management teams in New Haven are coming together to work together as one city to aim ambitious goal to do 60 events in 60 days in each of their neighborhoods and invite each other to their coordinated, have it one big list where you get to know on the computer where it's good to take your family friendly, group to go to events and also and Kim talked about having a passport that you bring that you go to stores, at least five businesses, not just stores, businesses well, in each neighborhood where you'll get a discount yes. and patronage and build up the economy.
1: Yes. So here's another piece of the octopus. So we have the club card, we have the sixty days, and you have that passport booklet.
0: Yeah, what is the passport booklet?
1: So um I was just over across the graphics department and they were showing me how to <laughs> my small mind how to Uh, put the passport booklet together and they said, just send it. So the passport booklet will give people a sense of uh, major things that are happening that you can go to. For instance, the train station and the conductor will sign the passport book. You can take a picture load it on the Facebook page and we're actually going to keep a running history of what's happening. And then it's, it's about things that will be going concurrently. And then at the end there's a log so you can log each day what you did.
0: So I'm confused about what the passport is. It's not necessarily to the 60 events. It's the places around New Haven you go visit and then get marked off.
1: Absolutely. So, so the passport
0: itself is an activity. Absolutely. What is that activity? It's for families to go check out a number of things in town. Absolutely. So what so would be examples besides train station and conductor sign?
1: Um, you can go to. We're working on the airport having. People go to the airport and, and kids seeing how the airport runs. The other thing would be if you're going to an actual event that's listed, um, like we're trying to get Alicia, the Salsa, um, Alicia, Salsa Westville. Uh, if you go to one of her classes, she'll sign off or stamp it and that you've gone to her activity. So and people, what's the
0: goal to get how much stamped?
1: Um, 60 days worth.
0: To go 60 days, do something, go somewhere in New Haven. And do something. So another way basically to get people out in New Haven into each other's neighborhoods and learning more about our city. And so this this is the greatest idea.
1: Um, We put the challenge out. Well, actually, the fire chief put the challenge out. What's that? I said to the fire chief, can you be a part of this where you can open up your firehouses for the summer? One each weekend or, or however you do it. There's 10. Can you make it happen so people can come in and get fire safety education? He said, Kim, not only will I open it up, I'm going to put a challenge out to the police department. So the challenge is out to the police department. They have this big thing going back and forth with each other of who's going to have the most events happening this summer. So every
0: weekend, for 10 weekends, there's going to be a different firehouse. You get a fire safety education. So
1: once again, if I'm in Newhallville, and and Dixville is mine, but I want to come over here to Whitney, Whitney Avenue, I'm gonna come across to Whitney Avenue. Once get, they repair the station, they yes, set a fire once, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm what I'm getting the vibe I'm getting from hearing about all this is that specifically it's about great things to do all summer every day with your family neighborhoods. But more broadly, it's it's seeming to look more long term about uniting our neighborhoods as one community and being strong down the line. So how does that work after the sixty days are up?
1: Very good question, Paul. So Another piece of the octopus is we're doing something called training summits. Training summits, uh, and this is going to be through the burn grant initiative. We're going to have facilitators come in and help those who may want to be a part of a management team, gain skills and knowledge so they're not coming in cold. So that is going to continue on.
0: Is but that th- just in New Horville?
1: No, it's, for, it's going to be. Senior. And this is
0: for people who want to join management teams. Yes. And what do you get trained in?
1: Um, uh, conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Leadership. How to effectively or efficiently run a management team? What's what bylaws? What does it take to run a management team? And the other piece to this is the sustainability piece. So each year, um, after a full year, each management team is going to take this on. So it has New Hallville right now, and it might have New Hallville next year because we didn't get a full year at it. But then it goes to another management team, so it has different flavor each. So year. So, in other
0: words, each year one team will train all the city people and other teams.
1: They'll run them. They'll run the whole initiative. They'll mm-hmm. run it with the help of of all the other management teams.
0: So each t each year a different team will take leadership. Will run. We'll take for home. the whole city a training yes. summit.
1: Well, we'll take management of the one city initiative.
0: Oh, oh, that's different from okay. Yes.
1: Um okay. the training summit is this. We're going to have uh, six trainings throughout Mm -hmm. the summer where people can come and find out how to be a part of uh, management teams. What does it take for me to be a part of the executive team? What are the skills that I need to be on that executive board so that they're not coming in so cold because it's hard to find. Diane says she's been doing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get people to come out. It is. Miss Florida, she's been doing it for a very long it is time. It's hard to get
0: people that were bowling alone, as the as the sociologists say. But when you go to management teams, it's always heartening to find how many people are not still bowling alone. That's right. When they go to these management team meetings, that's where democracy yes. thrives in New Haven. Yes. Before I let you go, I want to ask you if any um how people can get in touch with the organization you're building and get involved and find out more.
1: Okay. Paul, um, two things. One, I'm going to give you this information. Then we got to do a little presentation to you, please, please. Okay. Please. Um, so if you want to get more information, they can go to the, it's one city org, mm-hmm. And that's our new website that we've just, and it's up, it's up.
0: and the logos there.
1: It's up and the logo is there and it's, you're going to be able to upload your adventures next month. So what you do is you click on the um, management team, the area that you would be presenting your ad- adventure and a form will come up. And when you click on the form, it'll drop down a name, date, time, location of where things are going to be. And it comes up to, it goes to the management teams and then the management team send it to us, all this back office stuff. And we send it to the IT department of city hall and they start putting it on the calendar. Okay. Um, so they can contact us through that, and then um, we're going to also put up there the different dates and times of all the management teams because that's where you can get the meat of information mm-hmm. from going to your management team meetings. Because we really want to start people being engaged. Come on out, support. Find out what's going on. And, and
0: how often? When does the New Orville team meet? The which day of the month? We
1: meet the fourth Tuesday of every month. And Curtis,
4: when's your when first? does Crimpy East meet? If we meet uh, the first Tuesday of every month, but we, we have two different locations because it's such a big district. So we meet the first, um, Tuesday, uh, in May we'll be on 62 East grand Ave. That's the St. James church. Mm. And in June we'll be back to, uh, the Ross Woodward school. And that's where it originally started. And Orville
0: meets at concat.
1: We meet actually we meet at Lincoln Bassett school. Oh, Lincoln Bassett school, the the great community center. That's right. All in, right in the cafeteria at 6 p.m. And Kim, you said there was some p.m. kind of presentation
0: Frost. you wanted to make before you yes, leave. Yes, come on. Man. All right, let's hear we, it.
1: We always we we are the, the spirit of abundance in Newhallville and. We know that this summer there's going to be a lot of energy going on. So we wanted to fortify, fortify you with a basket of treats.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> thank you and so treats, much. Um, oh, to, wow. We
1: want you. It, we know your energy is there already, but we want you no, to. No, we just, could
0: use the boost. <laughs> yeah. And you came to the right place because this is Lovosis, Spana, New Haven, Independent, WNH Radio. <laughs> We're all in this office. Believe me, that will go to great use. So I'm
1: going to pass this on to you. <laughs> thank
0: you so much, Kim. And,
1: and also, Paul, I just, once again, I want to thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this great opportunity. And for the next six weeks, I'm sure I'm going to be seeing you again. We have other management teams coming in.
0: There's one promise I want you to make. Yes, please. Everything you guys do, yes. I want you to let us know at New Haven Independent and WNHH Radio so we can be there every step of the way. We, Watch what you're doing, yes. let people know, and celebrate the new energy at the grassroots in New Haven. Yes. yes. I got your promise, Curtis. You, yes, yes, you yes. got it. All right, it. Kim.
1: And special thanks to Ms. Ricks. Markeisha Ricks. Oh, my goodness. What New a Haven
0: Independent star reporter. What a gem. And Kim Harris, star chair of the New Haven Community Management Team, the original driving force around one city. And Curtis Kearney, driving force behind the Community East Management Team. Thank you so much for joining us today. What a great boost energy you gave us even before we ate that, <laughs> that box of candy. This was great. This was great, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to Yale New Haven Hospital for providing support for today's program. Thanks to everyone who called in and listened. And you're going to continue to listen because this show re-airs. It'll be on Facebook. You can put it on your your page and everything. We're going to take it out with the Afro-Semitic Experience, performing I Wish I Knew How It Feel to Be Free, from the group CD, A Plea for Peace. Now we know what it's like to be free. We just got to remember to book our flight. Book your flight with us all day and all night long here at WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio.